Quandrum Art of Joyful Living podcast, episode one. Welcome to the Quandrum Art of Joyful Living podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. I'm Andrew Cannon, co-founder of Quandrum and have the honor to be the hosting of this podcast series. In each episode, I'll be inviting our guests to share their words of wisdom on the art of joyful living, whether that's in relation to personal growth, genuine belonging, positive impact, or simply having some fun. And for our very first episode of the Art of Joyful Living podcast, I'm going to chat with Rike Alfine Horn, a co-founder and the spiritual mother of Quandrum. Welcome, Rike. Thank you, Andrew. Excited to be here. Fantastic. Well, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for almost two years now, and I, I still remember vividly the, the passion which you spoke about Quandrum and your vision for a more joyful world. Um, could you share with our listeners a bit about that vision and where it came from? It's, uh, so where it comes from is always a difficult question because it's rooted, you know, it comes from inside. Uh, but it came at a time in my life where nothing made sense. Whatever you did should have made me happy, but it didn't. And you start going withdrawing and start to think, what will make me happy? And then it just emerged, what, 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 what possibilities is out there? What I could do? So that, just asking that question just arised a lot of thoughts in my head. Um, in that period, I just, wow, this can be done. It's possible. It can actually change the world. Uh, we're just adding joy to it. And that was when you came in. Such a beautiful word, joy. And, and, and also the word quandrum is, is, you know, very intriguing. So it's a question I get asked a lot. And I'm pretty sure it's also one that the people ask you. So, you know, is it a real word? What's it mean? Um, where did the idea for the name come from? So, yeah, explain the name Quandrum. So it started with having a working name of One Voice, Many Voices. And then one day the word Quandrum was voiced. Like the name is Quandrum. And obviously Google it up myself and found out that it stands for quantum and conundrum, which means energy and being puzzled in a moment. So it just fit mm. uh, that quantum it is. Quantum is puzzling energy. So you're telling me you didn't spend $100,000 on a Manhattan advertising agency? No, no. I'm far too lazy to even Google up and find that advertising agency. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So, you know, last Saturday was the, the UN International Day of Happiness. And obviously, it's a bit sad that we need a special day, you know, to remind people of the importance of happiness. Um, as you know, I think we should celebrate happiness every day of our lives. Um, but the, re the reality, of course, is that, that many people aren't living happily, you know, whether that's defined as an emotional state or or more broadly as good well-being, you know, as defined by the UN. And the sustainable development goals are obviously an important step in creating more well-being, more happiness. 
in the world and I know it's something you know Quandrum and yourself are very passionate about so could you talk a little bit about what Quandrum is doing and going to do um, to support the achievement of those sustainable development goals? 80% of our surplus is going into sustainable uh, projects, sustainable goals and these are to be defined by our members, by our partners and by the amazing youth. What kind of projects would you like to see out there that are actually sustainable? Uh, can we create them together? Can we make them into viable businesses that is actually lasting for more than five years in an exit plan? Mm. Uh, that's, um, and it can be big things uh, like, you know, ensuring that the education is on everyone's mind, uh, mental health, which is big abstract concept where we can go in with information and content and joy or more uh, the space of reinventing your own garden mm -hmm. to ensure that you have vegetables to eat and butterflies fly around there. Uh, it's, it doesn't really matter where you're at. It, it just, the balance comes back in your life. Uh, giving back to the world, nature, our people in that way uh, is one of the, the pillars of having fun in your life, feeling valuable. Right. So it's, it's sort of on, on one level, you know, it sounds like it's the business, um, you know, having the purpose, having the mission of, of giving the profits back and, you know, to give 80% of profits is a, is a big thing, of course. But in addition to that, it's, it sounds that it's also grassroots that you know the members and everybody involved in Quandrum um, can do their bit but also nominate their projects. That's right. So we can have some we already have a lot of brilliant minds within Quandrum today and the, the joy of having one of their ideas and say, hey, there's something in here. What do we need to add to this idea to make it viable? What more do we add, need to add to make it into a business? So it, it's sustainable in its way. And, and being open-minded and having the room to, to investigate, being curious and error within it until you, you get that, that, those future parts. That's fantastic, a lot of co-creation happening. Indeed it is. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the, the podcast that, you know, Quandrum sees four pillars of joy, um, belonging, fun, growth, impact. And I know you could talk for hours um, about all four of them. But today um, I'd like us to focus specifically on the, on the pillar of fun and what that means um, to in terms of joyful living. And I guess first off, you know, we'll better define, you know, what fun means. So, so what does fun mean for Rike? Mm -hmm. Fun for me is that feeling when it does bubble up from the inside of your, your energy is almost exploding with joy. Uh, it can come, usually comes in spontaneous moments for my sake. It's like um, something makes you laugh. And it just opens you up to change the spectrum we're in and, and, and alter it quickly. 
uh, emotions is really a lot of part of it for my sake. Uh, the, whether it's fun by myself or together with others. Then of course you have multiple activities that one would say fits into fun, like making music, doing writing, uh, dancing. I love dancing. Mm. Love the way I feel after I've been on the dance floor. I just feel more alive. So it's like a lot of creativity from sort of, that's the word that comes to my mind when I think about how Rike connects fun with a lot of creative activities. Is that fair to say? Yes, and I kind of look upon life as a very creative place to be in. Uh, it's non-gender specific. Uh, you have the, the, the normal state, which is, you know, the base that makes it safe the steps and the foundation itself. And then those elements that is constantly in there to, to just broaden our perspectives. So yeah, creative would be a good word as well. Being in the flow, being in the moment, enjoying what is, mm-hmm. seeing, I mean, it can be something terrible that happened and then suddenly you get a perspective that makes you laugh. Um, it's not hopeless. It's, oh, it's, it's okay. I'm alive. It's also fun. It's a very much an attitude in, in some ways, um, not dependent necessarily on external um, externalities. And it's not something you have to buy necessarily. No, it's free. Free of charge. Fun so. is free of charge. That's wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. We need more fun in our lives. So, so that's good to know that it's free. So nothing, no limits, no limits. Um, so let's turn to something more serious. Um, let's talk about work. Um, you know, what could be more serious than that, right? Um, you know, and I know, you know, I've worked with you now for, for over a year. So it's, you know, I know the importance you place on, on adding fun into the workplace. Um, can you share some of the, the impacts that has, um, in your opinion? So it has different impacts, but one, it, 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 for me personally, it makes me focus, which probably is a paradigm. Uh, but uh, you go into something, discussing something that's very serious, and uh, if there are many people involved, uh, my mind have a tendency to wonder. So when you bring some fun and you get a laughter, I can actually go back and focus. So it's a release mm. in some way. Uh, it's also a way of uh, uh, taking time to breathe. You could ask, say, let's take a breather to see if we still have the same perspective together. Or you can just shift the attitude of the conversation and uh, then get back to focus. Uh, it's uh, allowance of being in the presence there and then and connecting, which is very useful in these days where so much is occurring digitally. 
and that we're not just slipping into the meeting, doing the meeting, going out again, and never really meeting up with the coffee machine to, to say hello, or I really like that thing you did, or whatever we want to share. So it's a part of connecting in a, in a laughing manner that can balance up all the seriousness. That's really good. And I think, you know, it's from what I'm hearing, it's, it's a lot more than, you know, just the Friday afternoon. Um, company get together um the you know the management led thing it's really about changing the culture to allow fun to to happen organically within the organization but also to build it into in little ways into the daily life of the company well and you know, if you, if we have been practicing this now for almost a year to have 25 percent fun in each meeting uh so and that's thanks to you putting that structure into it. So what would you say? Have you become less efficient or more efficient? Question. I know we've had more fun. Um, but I think also, you know, when I connect it back to creativity, um, you know, I can definitely see for myself that, you know, myself and the other team members are more creative, um, you know, when they feel that, that element of, of fun, that element of empowerment um, within the organization, definitely. Changes planning as well, doesn't it? It certainly puts a different perspective on it um, when you can build that element into it um, and not just see it as a as a process that, that has to be done, um, but a process that you can do with joy. Um, I think that definitely puts a twist on the whole implementation process for, for sure. It's what we see in, in the team. Um, and that sort of brings me on to the question of remote working, because obviously, you know, the Quandrum team, like many other teams, um, are working remotely these days. And sort of do you see any challenges um, related to that, either in terms of leadership or in terms of, you know, being a team member um, when it comes particularly to this aspect of fun and belonging? Uh, both yes and no. I'm, I think I've been pleasantly surprised by how much connection we can actually create through the screens. Uh, I think one of the assets around there is, is showing up authentic and knowing that you don't have, like, if you go to a party, you have time to want to observe and wander around before you approach someone. Now you just have to go straight into it. And um, just giving up yourself in that area, being honest, authentic, not trying to play some role, not trying to be too serious. Like, yeah, I'm here. It's... Uh, the daily life seems to be dragging more into it. And, uh, and from that, creating uh, a different intimacy uh, in the dialogues. Uh, the fun around it is that you, you, you have one thing about having fun on your own, but more and more of the fun is actually on screen. And we can have fun in connection with others, sharing that same laugh, sharing that same story, enjoying that time. Uh, that's, that's really important. Caring for each other, 
basic terms, mm. having fun into it is for me caring. It, it heightens the vibration of everyone involved. And that is caring in my book. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a, that's a wonderful segue into, into one of the other pillars of, of joy, which is belonging. Um, you know, caring and belonging go uh, very much hand in hand. And I know, obviously, as the mother of Quandrum, um, you've got this strong sense of belonging and a strong desire for people to genuinely belong, whether that's part of the Joyful Living community or, or elsewise within the Quandrum team. Now, if you share, and I also know you're really passionate about helping, you know, people, especially young people, um, develop their feeling of, of genuine belonging. Um, could you share some of your thoughts on that, please? Uh, belonging is for me welcoming uh, eco-minded or like-minded. We are often sharing the same dream uh, of uh, um, building the joyful living communities very much about uh, sharing those big dreams and instead of discussing it, that we can do it for the future, co-creating, having that today, even though it's in a smaller group. Uh, I see a trend that we all have these viewpoints around how can we not only change or be in our families and our local societies, but how will that impact further on? How is the world really doing? How is our nature really doing? Um, it's, it's a matter of hope when they come together to do something great together hope can rise again mm, yes that is beautiful so it's about sort of different levels of belonging if i sort of understand so there's sort of the, the smaller family community and you grow and you grow and grow in, into some connected um shared values sort of global tribe so to speak Coming from any direction, you could probably be all the directions simultaneously uh, to in this. But feeling that when you are welcomed and you can share your views, uh, and we are very passionate about language in quantum, mm. how we greet and meet each other, uh, what we say matter, what we think matters, how we act matters. Uh, to listen in to other views and give room to, to just let that grow. Uh, that's something I felt myself that when you go out in this big digital market out there, uh, you can easily, you don't really know who will comment. And it's very often can seem like the comments is not about what I wrote, but about something completely different. So belonging yeah. is a lot of things for many people, but feeling at home, I guess everyone has that feeling, don't they? Yeah, I think home and, and that safety, I suppose, safety to express and to, to share your opinion without fear of being trolled or um, hated um for that so respect i suppose is another word that comes to to my mind when i think about belonging um you know being respected for for who you are mm. that'd be fair that, to say 
that is true. Excellent. So, Rike, it's been a, a delight to have you on the podcast today. Um, I've really enjoyed listening to you sharing your thoughts on the beginning of Quandrum as well as on the pillars of joy, especially that, that wonderful pillar of fun and how we can all do with injecting some more fun into our lives. And the good news is that it's super easy and it's free. Um, so there's, there's no excuse for any of us not trying to put a bit more fun in our lives. Um, so a big thank you, Rike, for, for joining us today. Thank you for having me on this podcast. And have a beautiful day. You are, you are more than welcome, and we will. And a big thank you to everybody listening today. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and feel inspired to go out and have some more fun today. We hope you tune in next week for the next episode of the Art of Joyful Living podcast. Thank you. And that's wrap number two. Let's see if it recorded this time. <laughs> it did. Flipping red. There you go. Oh. It came out different.